When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So I'm back in the Pacific Northwest, and it's dumping buckets. Pretty typical. I uh, got an asthma, a- atmospheric, <laughs> easy for you to say, atmospheric river ripping through. It's going to be hitting from Astoria North, and that's probably not going to do well for that British Columbia area, who is already suffering from the major floodings that knocked out a bunch of roads and rails and making the lumber mill curtailments even worse as far as, you know, adding more inventory to the supply chain. I can only assume that this is probably going to keep the lumber prices elevated until until we see some sort of relief from it. Uh, not really good news for those who are looking to build a house or get framing material here in the next, you know, few weeks and months. I would imagine that this is probably going to stay fairly elevated for some time. Um, but I do see that it will relieve at some point. I mean... You know, if people are backing off on their projects, then that's going to start, you know, if they're backing off on the demand anyway for it, then that's going to start, you know, adding to the inventory levels. And once the inventory levels rise again, we'll see the prices come down. Now, this is something we've talked about quite a bit. You know, we got the bullwhip effect taking place here. We're going to go from oversupply to undersupply. You know, there's miscommunications on how much demand there really needs out there and, you know, running up the supply chain. It's very difficult to try and understand how much you need to produce in order to keep that steady flow of materials going through there. So it's it's just going to be that way for a while. But let's talk about the um, Rebel Capitalist event. Oh my gosh, guys, what an experience. Holy moly. So I knew it was going to be a big event. I knew like it was, it was going to be a lot. And I tell you what, I haven't been on an airplane in 15 years. I mean, I have been like in my little community for a very long time. And so as far as traveling, like I've been basically from Astoria to Portland and I went up to Woodby Island and that's been my like little area that I have been in for a long time. Like I was thinking about it. It was like, man, I'm like a hermit, you know? So we fly into uh, Houston. We got in late Thursday night and um, took took a cab to the hotel room uh, got in a little late, you know, as far as the hotel room or getting to the hotel, went and had dinner. Um, and then the next day we went to Galveston, which was a great time. Cause we went down there to seg city, uh, tours and rode these segways around. And it was an awesome time. The guy who did the uh, tour just did a f- fabulous job, showed us all over the place, showed us, uh, some serious history. I did not realize how much banking and mob history took place in Galveston. He said that the original Wall Street was going to take place in Galveston, but then after the major storm, I guess it was in the early 1900s, like right around 1900 or something, there was this like major storm flooding, like tidal surge that came through and it completely like overwhelmed the entire island. There was like seven feet of water completely covering the entire island and it killed off like a ton of like thousands of people and they don't even know how big the death toll was. It was just this this. I mean, I was blown away by the history. I was just like, it was a very incredible experience. Okay, anyway, 
after the tour, uh, we after the Segway tour, we got back to the hotel where the event was taking place, and we went to a cocktail party that was Friday night. And I knew I was going to meet a bunch of people there. I didn't realize how overwhelming the, the experience was going to be. I mean, when people started coming up and shaking my hand and telling me how much they appreciated the videos and how much work I put into it, I was I was getting really overwhelmed. I mean, the experience was like, it put me into this high that I don't even really like, I can't even explain it. Like, it was a very surreal experience, very bizarre in, in any sense. And I had a great time. Like, the feeling of, like, friendship and positivity and just overwhelming appreciation, it was just so, so good. I mean, guys, I can't explain it. I really can't. Um, so it was awesome meeting all these wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and then the next day we had the speakers, um, going and I tell you, these speakers did a excellent job. Lynette Zhang, my mom just loves Lynette Zhang, just thinks she's the greatest. Same with my wife. I mean, the two of them, like, I think Lynette Zhang was their favorite, but Mark Moss knocked it out of the park. Oh my gosh. He hit a home run that just like sent that thing sailing it was so good he just did a wonderful job it was absolutely amazing and lynn alden her presentation was so in-depth i had to keep whispering over to my mom I was like okay she's talking about this because it was like she was very in-depth very informative and it was it was compact and in, in a lot of good information i cannot tell you how much i appreciate like the hard work that people put into their into their stuff but seeing like these presentations, it really made me feel like I need to start stepping up my game because they did such a good job on their on their presentations. And uh, so Friday, Friday, like you know, it was a great time. Thursday, all the speakers, another party afterwards, like the meet and greet, and then Sunday, um, I go on at nine o'clock. Robert Kiyosaki goes on at 8. So he was the first speaker. And I go on directly after Robert Kiyosaki does. And I remember sitting in the green room and I am just nervous, right? My, like, I, I'm i feeling like I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can get this thing done, man. You know, it's just like my knees are shaking. My palms are sweaty. I'm like, I can't think of the, like, the words that I need to use in order to do this presentation. I'm like, I'm feeling like lost, you know? And, um... So they call me out of the green room and they take me up on stage and George Gammon does this great introduction for me. I grab the mic, I say, good morning everybody, uneducated economist here. And that's the last thing I remember. I really honestly cannot remember anything that I said. The next thing I remember as I, I remember talking and I just remember, okay, they're laughing, they're clapping, you're connected with them, just keep doing what you're doing. That's the only thing I really remember and then all of a sudden, I go up, which uh, basically means I forget where I'm at. And I'm like, oh no, I'm lost. Like I, I am like in the middle, I got all these eyes staring at me and I stall. And I thought to myself, okay, you, you lost your place. And I actually said it out loud, I lost my place. And I, and I immediately like, right now I'm like, I went like, I can't remember to, I do remember this part. And I thought to myself, okay, what did your what did your acting coach tell you if you go up in a play? Just think of the next line and start talking again. So that's what I did. I just started talking again, and I don't remember what I started saying 
but I just remember that again, I forget what I was talking about and the words are pouring out of my mouth, right? So I talk for about 40 minutes and I start taking Q and A and the, and I, honestly, like I'm answering the questions for the people, but again, I can't, I can't remember anything. Like I, it is such, I don't know, maybe there's a psychological term for this, but I cannot remember being on stage guys. It is the strangest feeling. And so I'm really hoping that somebody who was in the audience has done a recording and will post it to YouTube so I can actually go and review the, uh, the presentation because I, I can't remember it guys. It's so strange. I had never had anything like this happen to me before. So I remember the next thing George says, one more question, you know, he's standing off to the side. I answer the question and everybody starts cheering and I'm back. Like I start remembering everything again after this. The rest of the speakers do their thing and we, um, we uh, you know, after the speakers were done, we come back to see Ron Paul do his, his uh, presentation and you know Ron Paul, I mean, it was just amazing. That guy can talk nonstop for an hour straight and never hesitate in anything he says. Like, I can imagine that if he forgets what he says, he just fires up with something else and just continues on. Because it was, he, he said so much in an hour that it is even hard to understand how it is that he could even do that. But it was an awesome talk that he had given. Everybody cheered. Everybody loved it. Again, the people were so awesome. So friendly and just... I can't, I can't explain, I can't explain how awesome of an experience this really was. And, um, I'm looking forward to it. George asked me, he says, um, he says he's already got kind of like his idea for the lineup for Miami, but said that, uh, next January he plans on doing like the Rebel Capitalist 4, Live 4 event. He said that, uh, he asked me if that might be something I'd be interested in. I told him, absolutely, you know, when it comes closer to that time, let me know and we'll see about, you know, scheduling something up for that. But holy moly, guys, I got up in front of 700 people. My knees were shaking. That's another thing. The only thing I really remember was keep stepping because my knees would shake every time I stopped. So it was great. I mean, what an experience. I, I pulled it off. People told me that I did a great job on the presentation. They said that they related to me more than anybody else. Like a lot of people did, said that they related to me more than just about anybody else on stage. It was... Uh, it was amazing, guys. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It was just an incredible experience. And now, like, I got friends like Jason Hartman and Lynn Alden and Ken McElroy and all these awesome people, like, that I can contact and, and meet and know and share ideas with and stuff. I mean, my life is changing here, guys. Totally amazing. Okay, let's open up some mail. Um, and if, yeah, please, if anybody has a recording, even an audio recording of the uh, presentation, I would love to hear it because I am, I am, I'm like, I cannot remember anything that I had said. Um, but anyway, here we go. Um, I like this one. Uh, the guy who sends me uh, this stuff, he sends it in bank envelopes, which I think is cool. So thank you, Chris. Uh, let's see what you have in here. So these are cool. Look at 
10 pence from night from 1866 wow what a cool coin very nice and this is cool I like these with the little hole in the center it looks like it's let's see hello Simon here is some new additions to the collection in 1866 I Itia Lyra quarter so Itia Um, and a 1944 World War II era Japanese dime. I think they called it a yen. Enjoy, Chris. Let me see if I can get it up close. Thank you very much, Chris. Definitely going to part of the collection. Two pieces I definitely do not have that... I am very appreciative. I love old coins. I think they are the coolest. It tells you about history. It reminds you of what really happened. Follow the money, right? That's how you that's how you figure out things. You don't listen like I quit listening to politics a long time ago. I I just I don't even bother with it anymore. I just follow the money. What are they going with the money? What are they doing with the money? That's the important part. Alright. From Jay. Jay out of Alberta. Uh, December 30th, 2021. Sir, your critical thinking is contagious. Thank you. I caught it pondered for 14 days grateful for your wisdom that touched many may 2022 bring prosperous success eternal gifts of the present moment and peace in your health and your family oh peace in your heart sorry peace in your heart and your family keep going keep going jay thank you man thank you so much for the postcard i really appreciate it and it says here um it looks like something that he had written. Uh, it says, in, in the midst of 2022, 2021, a shadow behind us, 2022 in front of us. From the darkness, the gift of light guides you. Each step precious. Wind whispers hope. Trust your heart to lead the way. Thank you, 2021. 2022, the journey begins. Very cool, man. Thank you so much for the uh, for the postcard, man. I really appreciate it. You know, I got so much mail. I got every single piece of mail that anybody has ever sent me. And when I set up my office, um, I'm going to go through all the mail that I've received and uh, and show you guys again a lot of the stuff. Um, you know, some of the some of the cooler pieces and things. It, it's amazing, like how much people have like contributed to the channel with the inspirational things like these cards the you know I don't even know I, I don't know anyway an educated economist is lost right now okay let me see here I got a box from Silva out of Florida
right on. You probably sent that to me because I've lost crypto in the past, huh? Thank you very much, man. I so appreciate that. It's a hard wallet for keeping your cryptos on so you don't lose your cryptos like the uneducated economist has in the past. Secure your private keys. Always secure your private keys. All righty, guys. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, for everything. Um, you guys are just so awesome. And I don't know what else to say about it other than, you know, thank you guys for being along for the ride. You know, all the support to, you know, keep going with the videos, to just keep pushing them out there for, for everybody, trying to start that conversation. And, um, yeah, this this weekend was, was pretty incredible for me. So, all right, guys. Um, I'm going to try and do a cryptocurrency or a central bank digital currency video later. So, um, yeah, come back later for, for that. I'll probably do that here in a couple of hours. And, uh... Go check out my uh, podcast. It's called You Guys Let Me Know. You can also find that over at the uneducatedeconomist.com site. You can find pretty much links to everything I do over there. But, uh, yeah, go check out the podcast. I posted a practice run-through on there since I don't have the audio from the actual presentation yet. Um, I'm still searching for it. But go and check out the uh, practice run I did. It's very similar to what I did on stage. But um, but since I can't remember what I did on stage, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. An educated economist, you let me know. Oh, yeah.